Broadcasting live every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Nice to have you on board, gang. David Essel in the box with you. Out of Studio E in Los Angeles, California, we welcome aboard our 12 million XM satellite radio subscribers. Of course, you're listening to us right now on XM 168. We are also streaming worldwide at TalkDavid.com. So proud to be a part of the Premier Family Network, celebrating 21 years. Our whole our whole basis, that's 21 years in talk radio, our whole basis is to help you overcome blocks, alleviate suffering, and accomplish the most important goals to you. That's all we do. That's all we've done for 21 years on the air. Whether we're talking about your love life, addiction, business, health, spirituality, dealing with emotions, this is our gig as they say, 1-800-548-TALK. If you want to say hi, 1-800-548-TALK. You can email us during the show at talkdavid.com. Send us an email with your questions, your comments, whatever it might be. And also like us on Facebook, David Essel Alive on Facebook. Like us there. We we post multiple motivational messages every day. You can hang out with us, uh, say hi, and read and get inspired. Because that's what we do. Lee, coming up in a couple minutes, we have the author of the book, Become Unstoppable, Lee Witt. Lee has been on the show multiple times. The guy absolutely rocks. If you're feeling at all like, geez, I don't know if I can get through this headache, this hassle, this financial issue, this uh, career issue, this health issue, if you've got something that you think is holding you back, if there's some kind of a story in your way, this dude will rock your world. He's going to share some amazing stories of people that have become unstoppable, just like he writes about in his book on the show in a few minutes. I love when Lee joins us. Uh, later on in the show, the WWE wrestling superstar Diamond Dallas Page returns. And believe it or not, he's a guru in yoga. I love it. We had Diamond Dallas Page on uh, a couple months ago talking about his DDP yoga. As he says, it ain't your mama's yoga, <laughs> which I just freaking love. Oh, my Lord. He's a trip. And he's right. He's taken uh, different principles from rehab and yoga and his own workouts, and he's put it all together. It's quite, quite phenomenal. The thing that we need to keep reiterating here, you're tuned in for a reason. You're tuned in to change your life. You're tuned in to live your life to the maximum. That's why you're here, gang. And if you have friends with you or friends that you know or family members that could really benefit from a positive boost, let's face it, media today is anything but positive. In most media, you're going to hear about the gossip. You're going to hear about um, the, the the claims that the world is going to hell right now. You're going to hear about the economy is not going to turn around for 2.8 years. All kinds of nonsense you're going to hear. If you buy into it, it's nonsense. It really is. You know, your thoughts become your reality. That's really true. But how do we change those thoughts? Well, I'm going to tell you something right now, and I know Lee Witt would agree. You ain't going to change your thoughts by trying to think differently. You know, I don't know a successful people in this world, someone who's really successful, that has become that way by thinking differently. They don't. They act differently. 
That's how you change your life, and that's what we're going to do. Listen, if you have friends or family members, maybe it's even family members you don't care for anymore, <laughs> reach out to them and tell them we're on the air for them as well. XM168 or via the Internet at TalkDavid.com. They can listen live. All right. My buddy Lee Witt is with us right now, the author of several books. Uh, he, he works in, uh, in, in the aerospace industry is one part of his life. He works in the motivational world is another part of his life, writing books, doing lectures in another part of his life. And when I tell you what he does next, the answer I'm going to say is, yes, he does sleep 2.5 hours per night. On really good nights, he gets in about two and a half hours. He's also uh, the co-founder of a huge band, a music band, Brickhouse Band, out of uh, the West Coast of the United States of America, Lee Witt. Welcome back to the show. It's great to be back, David. I'm just out here contemplating all of the responsibilities that go with world domination. <laughs> you know, it requires a lot of patience and a lot of resolve, but you know, I think we're just this close. I think I think between you and me we're just about there. <laughs> we uh, we we are a hair away, my bro. <laughs> it is so good to hear your voice again. Oh, it's great to be so- on. You know, it's and I loved what you were saying about having to to take action, you know, because we can think and think and think and think, and a lot of people do just that. But boy, at some point, you got to take that first step. You got to get out of bed in the morning, and you got to get up, and it's cold, and you're tired, and you don't feel like doing it, and you have to just kind of push your way through that, and uh, and it's the start every single day. Yeah, Lee, and you know the thing too. I mean, a lot of times when we we talk about these things, you know, some people go, "Oh my God, I don't I don't want to do that because it's going to be so hard." But it's you know the one thing I always remind all my clients is that in the beginning, these things, the changing habits, etc., doing physical things that may not be comfortable at first, if it's getting up earlier or going to the gym or saving money when you don't think you have any, but eventually, Lee, isn't it true? They all become habits. Yes, indeed. In fact, you get almost a neuromuscular kind of thing going where it just becomes easier and it becomes the normal right. thing to do as opposed to the, to the strange thing to do. And, uh, and like you said, you just have to begin and you start and you do it one time and then you do it yeah. the next time and you live in that present moment where the only thing that matters is doing it now and you don't have to worry about doing it a week from now. You just have to do it now, this time. And boy, you build up a bunch of this times and pretty soon you got a great habit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then all of a sudden what was such a pain in the butt to do just becomes our normal part of life. And we look back and usually most people say, oh, my Lord, why didn't I start it earlier? Exactly. <laughs> you know, hey, listen, um, in your book, Unstoppable, uh, Become Unstoppable, you give these outlines and you talk about people that are successful. We're going to get in several people uh, today that you you know of very well, you've worked with, etc. And you talk about that there's three key steps for people to overcome adversity. Lee, and I'm going to broaden this again, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, whenever Lee's giving an example, when he's talking about steps or people, these same steps are are totally applicable. If we're talking about you're sitting in a financial challenge right now, a health challenge, a love relationship challenge, a spiritual challenge, a career challenge, it's all the same stuff. So Lee, you, you talk about three keys to overcoming adversity and and to becoming unstoppable. Skills, courage, and resolve. Explain those. Absolutely. 
When we're going to do anything, if you want to be a physician, you have to go to medical school. If you want to be a carpenter, you have to understand tools, and you need a baseline level of skill to be competent in anything that you're doing. And then it becomes your challenge to get better at those skills and to hammer it and hammer it, because talent is one thing, and if you're blessed with talent, that's fantastic. But talent, uh, you know, hard work beats talent uh, when talent doesn't work hard. So you've got to cultivate those skills and, and get at least a baseline. And then you need to cultivate the courage to take that action that we talked about. And, mm-hmm. and that means overcoming some fear. And really, fear is just a conversation that you have with yourself about what you think you know, about what you think is going to happen. It's basically a perception of an unknown threshold. And so you have to kind of force yourself through that, and you do that by simply focusing on the one thing that you have to do right now, and then the next thing. So that's how you can cultivate courage. And then the third thing that you need is the resolve to keep going through the inevitable failures, through the rejection, through the setbacks, and everybody faces those. You're not unique if you're out there and you think you're having a hard time. <laughs> right. Trust me. It's, it's, everybody goes through the same stuff, and it's mm. the people who can just keep going that eventually right. succeed. Right, right. You know, when you were talking about fear, it reminded me of of a comment made by Bruce Lee, uh, the great martial artist, one time when he was talking about um, fear. He said, you know, it's really crucially important that individuals understand their fear. You know, that they, that, that like they don't try to cover it up with positive thinking or do, you know, whatever it might be, is that they actually sit down and get to understand it, get to know it. Exactly. You can't confront anything that you don't accept or understand. And so you need to absolutely figure out what's holding you back because you can't deal with something that you, that you are in denial of. So you have to understand what makes you afraid and accept that. Everybody gets afraid. It's normal. It's part of our, our biology. But if you want to overcome that, then you have to, to, to acknowledge what it is and then you know, together put some steps together to actually work through it. Right on. Lee, I'm going to ask you to hang in there. When we come back, Lee's going to share a story about a former Navy SEAL who's overcome adversity and several other stories of individuals who have overcome great adversity to go on and rock in this world. And when you hear these examples above and beyond the former Navy SEAL, I think you're going to go, oh, my Lord, I might be able to do this as well. If you want more information on Lee Witt, go to BrickHouseLeadership.com, BrickHouseLeadership.com. Dot com And his book, which is available all over the world, Become Unstoppable. We'll be back with uh, author Lee Witt in just a few moments. David Essel Alive, America's positive radio talk show, taking you from where you are right now, gang, to where you really want to be. Call us 1-800-548-TALK. 800-548-TALK. Email us during the show your questions, your thoughts, your comments. Talk David. Dot com and like us on Facebook, David Essel Alive. I'm David Essel. Stay right there.
Pure Positive Talk Radio, America's Positive Radio Talk Show. David Essel alive. Great to have you on board. If you want to contact us during our show hours, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific, give us a ring, 1-800-548-TALK, 800-548-TALK. You can email us during or, of course, after the show. Give us your thoughts, your questions, your feedback, comments, talkdavid.com. Just email us at talkdavid.com and Facebook, like us. David Essel Alive on Facebook. My guest right now, Lee Witt, author of uh, the book Become Unstoppable. If you want to contact Lee, find out more about him, visit BrickHouseLeadership.com. And we were talking uh, before the break. Lee's going to share a couple stories. And Lee, there's a, there's a line that I read from you that I, I just love when you were writing something about as long as you have a pulse, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> as long as you have a pulse, baby, that's all we need. We can work with you. Isn't that truly? <laughs> yeah, one single heartbeat, one single pulse, <laughs> one breath, and and we can we can get the job done because you're not done until it stops ticking. You know, so you can continue on. I love it. I love it, man. When I read that, I was laughing so hard. Uh, okay, unstoppable. Let's talk about the former Navy SEAL. Uh, a friend of mine, uh, some people may know him, his name is Richard Makowitz, and he is a former 10-year veteran of the U.S. Navy SEALs. Uh, we call him Mac. Uh, he, is the, he was the host of the Discovery Channel's show Future Weapons for four seasons, and, uh, and now is co-host of Spike TV's uh, Deadliest Warrior. And what he's been able to do in his life is truly amazing, because when he was a child, he's also actually a, a best-selling author and uh, uh, he's doing some radio right now himself, and he was a founder of a, a performance philosophy and a martial art. I mean, the guy is just extraordinary. Uh, but when he was a child, uh, nobody gave him a chance to succeed at all. In fact, he was put into special education classes. Uh, one of his teachers told his mother that he would never succeed at anything. Mm. And, and he had a lot of energy, but he really didn't know how to channel it. And like you wrote in your book, Rockstar, about people finding their divine purpose, uh, right. His kind of evolves, but he he got a, a, a picture one day from a friend that that showed a bunch of Navy SEALs jumping out of a helicopter, and they were wearing their camis, and they were looking cool, and he thought that looked like a cool thing to do, and he set that out as a goal, and you know he eventually hit that target, and right. the the skills that he learned, we talk about skills and courage and resolve, the skills and courage and resolve that he learned uh, from the Navy SEALs, he was able to take that forward into a lot of other areas. But his divine purpose that, that he found for himself, he wanted to be a man. He wanted to be the kind of man that people could count on. He wanted to be the guy that got called. When you needed something done, you wanted, you wanted to call him because he was going to get it done. And he was going to be the guy that showed up for his family when they needed him and for his friends when they needed him. And, and he kind of took that on, and that kind of led to all these other things. And, and now he really takes an authentic stand in his life for love and and of course, he's just a, a kick butt martial artist, and he, you know, he can destroy <laughs> anything he looks at. But that's not what he's about. He's about right. being a loving, authentic, helpful human being. And uh, the one, the one lesson that he really hit home to me with, and you'll hear me say this quite a bit, is you know, the really the difference between success and failure comes down to your ability to focus on a target. And he's driven that home to me, and it's really made a difference in my life. 
Uh, you know, I love Lee. We, we have, I know, many, many millions of listeners that were probably told in their early childhood, their teens, 20s, 30s, 40s, how they could have just been told this yesterday, that they don't have what it takes, that because they were raised in an alcoholic family or because they've been divorced four times or because they went bankruptcy or because they're a Virgo, for God's sake, that, you know, they're not going to be able to reach their highest potential. And I love it when we can hear a story like this about Mac. Uh, the name of his book, Unleash the Warrior Within, that you know, he was told as a child he won't succeed, and yet he's done everything to overcome that label, dreaming to, you know, I, I, it's almost like, uh, Lee, that, you know, he dreamed to live large and to help others, and that dream to live large and help others blasted through these doors and allowed him to get where he is. Exactly. That's a, a great way to capture it. And, you know, it's... <laughs> It sounds simple, and but it's not easy. <laughs> yes. He went through some incredible hardships to get to where he's gotten to, and he continues today to pound through the adversity, to pound through the rejection, to pound through how many calls. You, can you imagine? You're in media. You know what it takes to, you know, yeah. to break through barriers in, in television and radio. And, uh, but he never let it stop him. He never quit. Uh, in fact, his, uh, his mantra is not dead, can't quit. You know, on the back of that very photo that I was talking about <laughs> earlier, it said a man can only be beaten in two ways, if he gives up or if he dies. And he, <laughs> yeah, and, and he shortened that to, uh, the, he said, that's a, lot of, he says, that's a lot to remember under stress and pressure. When you're out there in the battlefield, you know, I've I, I got to shorten that. And he shortened it to something that he, he called, uh, he actually trademarked it, not dead, can't quit. So when he, when he talks about never giving up that last pulse, that last breath, it's about if you're not dead, you can't quit. Yeah. Yeah. And we have to remember that the people that are doing the greatest things in these worlds, all of them, Mac included, all of them have stories behind them that they might talk about now, challenges they went through, Walt Disney's seven bankruptcies, uh, Oprah's sexual abuse as a child. I mean, all these people that have radically gone out and changed the world in very big ways, or and many of these people, gang, will never hear about. They're the ones that are changing the neighborhoods. They're the ones that are doing things underneath the table that no one might hear about, but they're making a difference. You love to see them. When, when you look at them, they're always smiling. These people who are always smiling, who are making millions, who are on TV as a black woman making billions, <laughs> all have stories of how they have overcome adversity, skills, courage, resolve, as Lee said earlier, skills, courage, resolve. I, 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 Lee, I, I love this. Now, now we've got about uh, one minute left, and we're going to go to break, and we're going to come back with a couple more stories from you. Um, and I want to remind people, Become Unstoppable is the name of Lee's book. Google it on the internet. Find it in your stores. Become Unstoppable. If you want more information on Lee and what he does, go to BrickHouseLeadership.com. BrickHouseLeadership.com. Right after these important messages, we're going to come back with more of Lee Witt. Great stories. Uh, one about a woman who auditioned for his band, and uh, and Lee sees this woman come up, nervous as could get all be. We'll find out what happened next. And then a story about a guy at work, a guy where his workplace told him, you're not performing, you're not doing it. We're going to actually demote you. And instead of running and putting his tail between his legs, he listened. He shifted. He changed. That's something that's really tough to do. More with Lee Witt coming back. You're tuned in to David Essel Live, America's positive radio talk show. I'm David Essel. Stay there.
rocking across these great United States every Saturday. You know, the whole purpose of David Essel Live, heard Saturdays, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific, XM, Satellite Radio 168, and streaming live via TalkDavid.com. The whole purpose of our existence is to help you to achieve your goals. If you'd like a little bit more of assistance to do that, we offer a free online training course just go to talkdavid.com. You'll see uh, to join our weekly e-list, our weekly wake-up e-list. Just by joining, one of the free gifts you'll get is a five-week life coach success e-course offering you to program to bring your life to the next level. Every week, a new lesson is sent for five straight weeks. It's all about goal setting and goal achievement. And let me say that second line I just said, goal setting and goal achievement is really what separates our work. Our work isn't isn't even only about teaching how to set goals. That's the initial. The really important thing is how the heck do I achieve them? Go to talkdavid.com, sign up for the weekly wake up, and when you join that e-list, this is one of the many guests or gifts you're going to get is our life coach success e-course, five weeks long. You will love it. Trust me, you will love it. My guest right now is Lee Witt author of several books, including the one we're talking about right now, Become Unstoppable, and we were talking about the former Navy SEAL a few minutes ago. Lee, I know you have a, a story about Christy, who uh, actually tried out for the Brickhouse Band, your, 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 your big band there. Tell us about Christy. Well, Christy Evans um, is a phenomenally talented uh, actress, comedian, singer, and dancer, uh, and she auditioned with us in early 2008. And well, she showed up very prepared, and she was ready, and she looked good, but she, was, she seemed nervous to me at the time. And, and I think the nerves got in the way of her talent somewhat while she was auditioning. And um, interestingly, though, I, I, there was something about her. The, the fact that she was nervous showed me that she cared, and that was important to me. And so we called her back, and uh, sure enough, she's an amazing talent. Uh, now she has just blown up. I mean, she's, she's, in the four years I've known her, I mean, she's done a phenomenal improv comedy. And truthfully, she could be on Saturday, Saturday Night Live tonight. She's as good wow. as Tina Fey and Kristen Wiig. I'm not kidding. She is ama- an amazing comedian, uh, a phenomenal singer. And, and uh, we talked to her about going back and finishing her degree at the University of Washington. She did that. Uh, all the time she's you know working as a waitress and going out auditioning and auditioning and auditioning and you know the rejection that comes with that and absolutely you, you know you're going out and and well she just kept pounding it working on her craft having the courage to continue on having the resolve to continue on and by golly a couple of months ago she goes down to Portland Oregon to audition for the NBC hit uh, TV show Grimm. Right. And she got a couple callbacks, and son of a gun, she uh, appeared as a trauma surgeon on one of their episodes, did a phenomenal job, and mm. I really think she's ready to bust out big time, I mean, because she's that good. And you know the thing that, and, and, and I want to make a point of this, Lee, because, you know, the, the, what you and I are talking about right now is what our parents, maybe our grandparents, our coaches in high school have told us over and over and over again. I, I know as a culture we've gotten so damn soft because what what our coaches and grandparents and parents probably told us is that, you, you know, you really do have to work hard to be successful. And somehow we've gotten soft in our society where people think that, oh, well, you know, if, if, if it's meant to be, it'll be 
blah, blah, blah. And then you have someone like Christy who's saying, if it's meant to be, I have to go bust my butt, go to school, be an actress, uh, go on calls, be a waitress. Before it hits, isn't that the truth about becoming unstoppable? Yeah, and she has definitely done all those things and more. And the thing is, she shows up for every performance. I've seen her do a comedy improv in downtown Seattle for just a limited number of people, and she showed up the same way that she showed up to sing in front of 10,000 people at Key Arena. I mean, yeah. so she brings yeah. it every single time, and because it, it matters to her. She wants to be great. She works mm. at being great, and, mm. and, and it rubs off on everybody else, and you know, when you've got that kind of a personality, it's contagious. And we support her. She supports us. And uh, I expect to see her doing a lot of television uh, really soon. And, and we support that. You know, I hate to have her leave the band because <laughs> you know, yes. she dominates every stage that she's on now. She just goes out yeah. and just kills it. Hey, Lee, Lee, listen, I, I know that this isn't, you know, a, a show where that I usually give my, my, my guest advice. But what I would try to do is get her to sign a contract right now. Uh, where that she she could never leave. I mean, from I don't know six eight years, where that she could never ever leave. You know, X amount of, of performances with your band. You know, here's the dates. You know, no matter how big you get, I that's just me, Lee. I'm calling my attorney right after the show. I think that's a great <laughs> idea. <laughs> hey, let's go into your final unstoppable story with Rich. Yeah, this is interesting because um, Rich was a guy who a lot of things I think had been handed to him. He was really good looking, uh, very smart, uh, a phenomenal uh, engineer, and uh, he worked his way up into senior management uh, in the aerospace business. But there was one thing about him. He, because he was so good looking and so, you know, had had things pretty easy, he was a, a touch arrogant and he didn't always listen to people and he alienated people sometimes because of that. Uh, and some of his friends were trying to coach him on that a little bit, but he really didn't pay much attention until he got demoted and he got mm. busted back. And, uh, but so then, you know, that got his attention. But to his credit, to his credit, he then started listening to the feedback. He took the coaching. He worked at it. Uh, I mean, and it was humiliating for him. It was because he was working for people that it used to work for him. And, oh, uh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. It was, always, I mean, you can imagine. Yeah, you can. And, yeah. and if he had been condescending towards them, you can imagine what he was getting. So, <laughs> you know, but rather than, you know, put his dauber down or, and I don't know, maybe privately he was, you know, he was dying inside, but, but publicly he did not show it. He showed up every day to work. He did what he was asked to do. And eventually he actually, his personality became very engaging and he became very mm -hmm. likable. He started to relax. People enjoyed him. He worked his way back up to senior management and beyond. And when he retired, he was, uh, he was very successful and, and very well liked by everybody. Wow. You know, when most of us, and, and listen up, gang, when most of us get criticism, uh, we get constructive criticism from anyone, very few of us can look there and go, bring it on. You know, if I need to change, tell me what to do. Most of us get defensive. We, we you know, we'll, we'll go into justification, rationalization of why it's not me, it's the boss, it's not me, it's the blah, blah, blah. So that's a very powerful uh, example of courage, Lee, of someone that can be told you're doing some things incorrectly, be demoted, and not run away. 
Yeah, and and uh, you know, it's it's most of us, like you say, <laughs> have a hard time hearing those things. I'm not a big fan of criticism, <laughs> but then when you when you're perfect like you and me, we never hear that kind of thing. So. <laughs> well, I remember Lee in '74. I did. I remember 1974. I got a little a little constructive criticism. <laughs> But but you are absolutely right on because it, it's very hard to hear things sometimes and and if we can hear it sit with it hold it in our giant cup of awareness mm. contemplate it meditate on it and then we can make a decision whether we think you know it's it's good feedback or or, or inaccurate feedback but yeah. but oftentimes we if you can we can do like you were saying not react to it not you know not maybe take it personally and and sit with it then we can maybe respond uh, and learn and grow from from that feedback. The name of the book, Become Unstoppable. Uh, Lee Witt, the author, our guest, who's been with us here for a little while today. BrickHouseLeadership.com. If you want more information on Lee, BrickHouseLeadership.com. Lee, always, 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 it's just such a pleasure to have you here, and we look forward to having you back again, man. I will love it, and as always, you are the radiant soul of radio, and I can't wait to be back on again. Sounds great. Have a great day, Bo. You too, buddy. Okay, bye-bye. Right after these messages, we're coming back with your emails. We have a stack of emails that we're going to come back and talk about on the air. You're tuned in to David Essel Alive every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific, 1-800. If you want to talk, you have a question, you have, a, you, have, you have something that you want to become unstoppable over, but you don't know how to do it, adversity, you're not sure how to get over, 1-800-548-TALK, 1-800-548-8255. Call us right now. Email us during the show talkdavid.com like us on Facebook David Essel Alive Facebook slash David Essel Alive like us there we give a ton of free information out and coming up next email city baby it's all positive stuff I'm David Essel stay there Wanna get with me? There's some things you gotta know. I like my beats fast and my bass down the low. America's Positive Radio Talk Show is what you're tuned into right now, and it's email time, gang. I'm gonna try to get through uh, as many emails as I can in the next few minutes. One eight hundred. 548-8255-1-800-548-8255. David Essel here with you. Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific, XM 168. Streaming worldwide at talkdavid.com. Let's go. Daniel, oh my gosh. Another one of these stinking 30 pounds in 30 days supplement gigs. Uh, Daniel, I hate to tell you this, man. We can't buy into the ridiculous marketing that is out there right now. Losing 30 pounds in 30 days, that's ridiculous. I get very irritated when I hear this stuff. You know, I've been in this, in this work for 30 plus years and, uh, and it just really bothers me. And you know what? It, and, and it taps into human nature, our desire to get the most out of life with minimal effort. It ain't gonna work. Listen, Daniel, and to everyone else, 10 to 15 pounds a month is a huge weight loss goal. 10 to 15 pounds. That's with an awesome eating routine, excellent exercise. That's 100 pounds a year. I've worked with many, many people over the years to help them lose 60, 70, 80, 100 pounds in a year. 30 pounds in 30 days, just not going to work it. 
If you have the money, and, and Daniel wrote in his email that it's about 40 to $50 a month for this supplement. If you have 40 to $50 a month, throw it into a health club. That's what I would say. Get advice from the trainers and nutritionists at a health club. Do it right so you're not going to have to go back to this nonsense uh, anymore. Tiffany wrote in and asking about could the lack of a father's love lead her to dating unhealthy men? Oh, my Lord, yes. Uh, she said that she's totally disgusted with the men she picks to date. She's 30 years old. Uh, her father growing up wanted nothing to do with her. Uh, her mom was awesome. She said, I had a great relationship with my mom. To this day, my dad and I have few words ever to share. Uh, uh, on your show, you talk about looking for life patterns. And would uh, my lack of connection with my dad have anything to do with this? Yes, as a matter of fact. You know, if we don't come to resolution that we didn't get what we needed from dad growing up emotionally. And I'm, and I'm not one of those dad bashers type. You know, I'm not like here saying, oh, you need to call your dad out and sit down with him and say, you didn't give me this. And you, ah, that's a bunch of nonsense. You can do the work on your own. But you got to face the fact. If you didn't get from what your dad, what you needed from your dad emotionally, supportive-wise, all those things, the odds are your dad was emotionally unavailable, which means you're probably going to choose emotionally unavailable men. Law of attraction, right? Until you break the pattern. So, Tiffany, now that you've seen the pattern, if you get help with a counselor, a therapist, a minister, or a coach, if you get help and you can walk in and go, oh, my Lord, listen, girl, your awareness is awesome. I worked with um, a 65-year-old woman last week who is just realizing her pattern in unhealthy relationships. And one of them was a marriage that she had for 30 years. And she stayed for 30 years in an unhealthy relationship. When she got out of that 30-year marriage, what did she do? She followed that up with unavailable men, a men who were emotionally unavailable, just like her dad. At 65, she's going through the work now. And, you know, at first she was depressed. At first she said, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm 65 and I'm just seeing this pattern with men now. But you know what? Several weeks of working together now, she's fired up. She's so excited. She's learning so much about herself. She's taking responsibility. You know, she's not saying, God, all these men were dogs and all these guys were alcoholics and all these guys. She's not blaming the men anymore. And she's not blaming her dad either. And that's where I'd like you to get Tiffany. But it's going to be very hard to get there by ourselves. You know, you're going to have to work with someone to break the pattern, to look at it much more deeply than I can give you in a couple minutes here on the show. But it's possible. I've seen it happen with so many women over the past 30 years who I've worked with. So rock with it, girl. 1-800-548-8255. This next one from Ken. This this email, these type of emails come in all the time um, about people that are new to sobriety and they're going to a big function, but they don't want to tell anyone. I, I get these, and I'm always shocked. I, I'm not, I shouldn't say I'm shocked. I'm, uh, what's the word? It pains me. Let me say that. Because of our shame and guilt, and because of our fear of being able to stay sober, Ken has been sober uh, for six months. He's going to a big family reunion, uh, and he didn't want to have to tell everyone that he's new to sobriety, and that's a recipe for disaster. That says, I'm filled with shame, I'm filled with guilt. That also says, I might want to keep a foot out the door. 
You know, I might want to keep that. I just want to maybe give myself a chance that if I go to this reunion and uh, and I decide to have a drink, well, I can just have one and no one's going to be holding me accountable. Right. Because I haven't told anyone what it is that I'm doing, that I'm sober, that I'm in a program, that I'm not drinking anymore. Ken, I'll tell you. The odds of success of staying with this, and I know you're new to this, six months uh, sober now. The odds of, uh, of staying sober are very small. If you don't reach out and tell the key people. Now, who are the key people? I, I remember there's uh, uh, some people that I worked with in the Northeast recently who are about probably about the same, about six months sober. And they were going home for this big party. And they were very resistant. And as a matter of fact, they were adamant to not telling their family members about their sobriety. Eventually, through a lot of writing work, we got them to drop their defenses. They shared the stories with their key people. It was the mom and dad, and then it was their brother and sister who used to drink with them a lot. When they finally went ahead and laid that all out in an email, they got incredible support from 80% of the people. There were 20% that were saying, oh, that's crazy. You don't have a problem, when they knew they did. And they ended up going to the reunion. And because they set themselves up for success by telling people they were in a recovery program, they stayed sober. And this was a huge party. I'm so proud of them. Ken, do the same thing. 1-800-548-TALK. 1-800-548-TALK. Uh, Bill. Oh, my gosh. Okay, this is an email from Bill. Uh, he's, he has two kids, 28 and 29, that have stopped talking to him. Uh, and the reason why they have stopped talking to him is because they have told him straight out, all you ever do is give us advice. We don't hear any type of compliments from you. All we hear is you could have done this better. You could have done this better. And Bill wrote in saying, he was asking about, you know, do these kids at 28 and 29 have a right to not talk to him? Bill, the answer is absolutely. Here's the good news, Bill, is that they've told you exactly why they don't want to talk to you. You know, a lot of times as kids get to be, what, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, parents have a tendency to still want to keep the tethers on them, right? And unconsciously, many parents still treat them as if they're kids, They can't get it out of their head that the child has grown up and now is a young adult, a middle-aged adult, or an older adult. So, Bill, you got to listen. They've told you what they need from you. They told you they need you to support them. They told you they need you to quit giving advice, Bill. Listen to your kids. Take the advice from your children. If you want a relationship with them, they're telling you exactly what to do. They're saying, Be a dad. Be supportive. Quit giving advice. We're 28 and 29. I would follow their advice, Bill. Kind of an interesting situation there, isn't it? Uh, 1-800-548-TALK. I think I got one more. Let's see if we can squeeze this in. Uh, This is from Sandra. She's talk. Oh, this is Sandra with the emotional affair. My Lord, how many of these emails have we got in, right? Um, she's in an emotional affair with her coworker. It's a guy because she's sharing stuff about her husband with a man. All right. I, I won't even go any further in this email. I won't get in any more into it. I'm just going to tell you what. 
she's starting to feel guilty because she knows her husband's right. Her husband's saying that he's, she's been having an affair and she's in denial. She says, no, I haven't. I haven't kissed him. I haven't held his hand. I haven't done anything. But she's done something just as bad. She's broken the emotional trust with her husband by talking to another man about their problems. Sandra, get it together and quit. I would cut all communication with this guy. I would prove to your husband you're serious about being married to him. X out this man until you can get it together. Gang, if I can help you with any of these challenges, contact me at talkdavid.com. If you want to get to the next level in life, we've been doing this for 30 years. Why we're on the air is to do it as well. Contact us at talkdavid.com. Send us an email. Let us be part of your success. We would love to do it. Hey, coming up in just a couple minutes, Diamond Dallas Page, the WWE superstar wrestler, is on to talk about yoga. I'm David Essel. Stay there.